10, 9, ignition sequence starts. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. That's one small step for man, one giant hop for out here having a pint. Craft beer nerds, welcome to Out Here Having a Pint. I'm your host, Kevin, and I'm with... Kelsey. Oh, and we have a special guest in the house tonight. Yeah. Am I announcing myself? Yeah, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, that's how it works. All right, my name's Adam. I'm a special guest. He is a special guest uh, from the Speak Podcast, so he's uh, been uh, joining joining us for a few are you really special now. after you've been on here after three times? I don't know, like sitcoms, so, like when you watch TV shows, they have always say special or like guests. guest star. Or yeah, like, our guest star. Even okay. though they've even though they've been on it for like more and also starring. He's our guest star. I'm just trying to follow that suit, Kelsey. All right, Kelsey, where are we at? We are at Ellison Brewing Company Woo. in Indianapolis. Oh man, you know what? There's a lot of hype on this uh, on this brewery here uh, when it was uh, coming down. And uh, we didn't come to the grand opening. I wonder why. Why didn't we come to the grand opening? Um, it was in the beginning of November, and it was like right when everything, a lot of things were happening. We just True. got back from Scotland. Oh, and yeah. You guys probably have BrewDog. Yeah, we yeah. were at BrewDog. <laughs> nah, that's, was... that's the real story. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but we're not going to talk about uh, BrewDog today. We're going to talk about Ellison today. Uh, we have a lot of friends that love this brewery. And you know what? I've never really tried their beers. I might of had their beer before in passing but uh because they're originally from michigan correct right yep and now they're here but they they brew here though uh there's a full brewery in the bag i'm i'm looking at a all the brewery equipment back there so they're not like um destroying down here um they're actually brewing here this is a brewery not a tap room not a tap room definitely a brewery hmm, awesome awesome all right kelsey what do we have in front of us? I know you ordered flights, but um, you were in charge of all of this. So what, what's your ideal here? What are we doing on this podcast? So I have picked a flight for each of us. It's four um, five-ounce pours. Okay. That's 20 ounces. Mm, oh, shit. So, <laughs> That's more than a pint. Somebody's I tried drunk tonight. So we did start out with some beers, um, just to kind of pre, pre-podcast beers. Um, that we can talk about, but I tried to pick ones that we have not already had. Okay. And I tried to mix it up a little bit as far as style. So we're going to have a little bit of each off their menu. So is there an order then we should go? Yeah, we should go from light to it dark, It starts right? with Crescent and ends with Citra. Okay. Okay. All right. So is, <laughs> are we just going to start it off, right? All, All right. right. Yeah. Crescent is a, it's called Crescent Fresh IPA. It's 6.2 ABV. So it should be a, a smooth bitter with some some piney flavors in there. Is that all it says? Um, I noticed the uh, their beer menu does not have, you know, any of the hops or uh, the malt. It does uh, not list what hops yeah, it, and malt that it, they it, use. It, ha- it doesn't list any ingredients in there, so we're basically doing a guessing game. Um, so we'll just say. 
you know, we have a By looking at the menu, though, I can see that they're big fans of Citra and Simcoe. What is this beer again? And Mosaic. What's this beer? What this style? This is Crescent Fresh IPA. like it. I like it. Kelsey, what do you think about that? I think that's a pretty solid IPA. Yeah, it is. Um, it is pretty bitter, but it doesn't like leave that you know taste in your mouth after you drink a super bitter IPA. It's it it ends clean and crisp. Yeah, I can see why people like uh, this brewery. It's a little I, bit of citrus in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely citrus in there. Um, you get the uh, it is uh, quite hoppy, but you expect that from an IPA. And uh, by color of it, it's uh, golden in color. It's not hazy at all. You can see it's very clean beer, uh, a crisp uh, mouthfeel, even on the back end of it. I really like it. Adam, what do you think about that? Um, for me, it's a little bit too piney. Like, I get a little bit uh, too much pine for my personal taste. However, like, I agree that it does finish really clean. It's crisp. Um, pretty easy to drink. Um, it's just, for me, it's just a little bit too much of that pine taste. Yeah. What do you usually gravitate towards? I don't know. Um, that's something they ask me all the time. Yeah, you're all over the board, basically. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't like this. I like this one actually. Uh, it's it is a palate wrecker. I think it's really high up there in the IBUs for sure, but it doesn't tell me what IBUs it is. So I'm going to guess and say it's about eighty. Um, I don't know if this is even in the seventies or eighties. Uh, I know Adam's mm, looking at Untapped. I guess about sixties. No, no way. Uh oh. We got to look it up now. Adam, what is it? Uh, I'm checking in, which is apparently I couldn't see it. Now I have to go back into it. Uh, okay. Awesome. Unfortunately, the IBUs are not listed on the menu. Yeah. 65. Oh, you really? It's like you know your beer. I do know my beer. Damn it. I can't believe I went that high. Why did I go that high then? It does taste high to me. Because it, it tastes high, but keep in mind, she said that this was not the highest IBU beer True. on the menu. It does taste like a 70 or 80. Yeah, it's just 6. a bitter. 2%. Yeah, it's a good beer. I like it. I like it for sure. Well, yeah. it, it just has American hops. You know, so, yeah. so it says we added a fuck ton of hops to this beer. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're words. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, Kelsey, this is like the second podcast in a row that we've done. We're on a trend now because I know we took a break. What did we talk about last time? We talked about... We talked about everything. In, influencers. Yeah. We talked about everything we and talked, nothing at the did. same time. We talked about two hours of things. It was yes. the longest... <laughs> that was the longest <laughs> podcast we've ever done, but it was fun. Um, we talked about influencers. We talked about um, style. beer trends. Yeah, beer trends. And we even had a alert. So if you want to listen to uh, that, <laughs> yeah, go to the episode before that. We do have video footage of that that has yet to be posted. <laughs> oh, you should definitely post I it. I have not signed over my rights to that to be mm. posted yet. Maybe New, maybe New Year's Eve could be like Yeah, a, maybe that might be the time. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And then. Um, like, I don't want to repeat this. This is a one time thing. Right. So, Kelsey, what have you been doing before, you know, in that two week in between span between the last podcast and now? Um, I've been working. Yeah. I, I put up the Christmas tree. Have your cats fucked with it yet? Or? Yes, yes, they have. Those damn cats. I have a handheld vacuum cleaner next to the tree that scares the bejesus <laughs> out of them. So I'm hoping that it keeps them from getting in the tree. Although every time I get home from work, I can clearly see. She turns it on for the cats. She turns it on. She goes, yes. it goes I can hear it. It goes, <laughs> and then that's all she she turns it on and off it's like that thread that's yeah. yeah yeah but she has it on the bottom of the tree so at first i thought it was a christmas present i'm like yeah we got a new vacuum here, here kevin um this is for you to start learning how to vacuum yeah i carry but, my water bottle around all everywhere now because i keep getting like, into new shit that doesn't help i tried that one of the cats doesn't care like she doesn't care where she just stands there and lets me like 
So it's like, all right, you've become immune. Also, I'm kind of hesitant about spraying a cat with a water bottle at the Christmas tree. Well, I mean, fire it, hazard. How's that a fire hazard? Because you're spraying toward the electrical. Because the outlet's right behind I the mean, Christmas tree. Just, it's a it's a spray. I mean, Listen. you're not throwing like a fire hose at the. But then what if she's all soaking wet and then climbs up the tree with water all over? Her? I think you're over exaggerating. I am over exaggerating. <laughs> the vacuum cleaner works the best. I've tried aluminum foil. I've tried orange pills. I've tried water bottle. I've tried air. You remember when we sprayed air mm-hmm. at him? And then air? we got sick. Yeah, that's right. Have you <laughs> tried it? I, hey, I know one. Because it was the computer, the stuff you spray oh, yeah, that you're yeah, not yeah. supposed Kelsey, to like inhale. Kelsey, I know one. Have you ever tried not having cats? That's not an option. I oh, love my cat. Problem I've, solved. I've been thinking about that lately, yeah. especially after last oh, night's no, incident. No, no, but no. but I won't get rid of them. They're you just super now. annoying. They're you're, like baby Yoda. You're now. like you're in it. You're uh, you're you can't back out now. They're like little yeah, baby. They're like little baby Yodas. Who knows? Maybe I'll have a scar. Yeah. What have you been up to, Kevin? Uh, well, uh, we went to Sample, Indiana, um, a beer festival, and I had words with some guy that was arguing about the bathrooms. Oh, yeah. That was... Yeah. That was an interesting day. Yeah, so here's what happened. So, basically, we was at Sample, Indiana, minding our own business, drinking beers. At Scarlet Lane that day? Yeah, and in the back of Scarlet Lane, they have a barbecue place, which is attracts barbecue, which is awesome barbecue, by the way. Yeah, good people, too. And they have, like, a men's bathroom and a women's bathroom, and people were in line, and there was this guy, there was this couple, and this guy was so irate because... The men and women's were actually sharing the bathroom. So, really, it was just two restrooms. It wasn't like men's and women's. It's like a porter potty, just kind of like, yeah. here's bathrooms, everybody uses them. He had a problem with this. So, he walked over there to the barbecue place and he stuck his finger in front of a girl's. She was just working there and was complaining about the bathroom and she was like trying to calm him down. You could tell he was drunk. Let's just be clear in saying that the barbecue place is in the brewery. Okay. It's in yeah. the back of the brewery. Right. But he wasn't drunk. Okay. I'm going to. He wasn't like slosh drunk, but he was. He's been drinking. Are you so. sure? Now he had a little bit of liquid courage in him, but anyway, liquid stupidity. Yeah. So he's like, he pointed his finger in her face and says, "I will destroy this place." Yeah, because he walked behind the counter, right? Yeah, yeah, almost. He's like, "I, I will destroy this place," and man, I don't know what got into me, man. But I was like, I was pissed when he said that, um, and and just being in in her face. So I got in his face and told him to get the fuck out of here. So. Uh, and then they pushed me back, and they thought I, I think at first they thought I, I was. I pushed you. No, no, no. The other pe- oh, other okay. people. I think they thought that I was starting something, but uh, the lady said no. He was defending me, you know. So they didn't, you know, they didn't have any issues with me after that. Anyway, we left there and uh, we went to another brewery, which was uh, what Primeval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, went that there. Was that night. Yeah, and then and then I got a text message, a text message saying that he had to get physically removed. <laughs> <laughs> and he's banned for life. I think Rob, like Rob said, I think be. he's. I think Rob said that he is banned. He can't be back there ever. Which I mean makes sense. Here's the thing: if you're gonna go to a, a, a beer fest and if you can't handle your alcohol, you don't even go because you're just gonna make yourself look like an ass. Well, like in the, because he went to the front, back to her, like he went back and forth and complained to a lot of people. Like he would have literally been in the bathroom by the time he was doing all this because right. he was behind me, yep. stepped out of line. Yeah, I already went to the restroom. Like, I was behind him. I Not to mention that there were porta pots that were there yeah. for the beer festival mm-hmm. that could have been used. But like he was basically, I think, trying to say that like it's unfair because girls take longer and men will go faster in the bathroom, so it doesn't make sense to mix them. Um, it's like who the because we like to wash our hands. <laughs> hey, you know what? There was two or three women going to the restroom at the same time. Yeah. I, I'm down with that. 
because it. I've you seen know, those. I've seen those movies. It makes the it makes the line go a lot quicker when they do that. So I, I yeah, but then they're in there longer. Yeah. What about beer festivals? You think they're uh, you think they're worth it now? I mean, does it benefit mm. breweries? What do you guys think? Wait a minute. We didn't ask Adam what he's been up to. Oh yeah, yeah. What have you been up to? I was just I was just uh, you know, segue into it made me think about breweries. What have uh, you been up to, Adam? I've been working. Um, been doing a lot of World of Warcraft. <laughs> Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I hit level 120 on my death night, so nowhere to go but up, I guess. Yep. Um, nope, there's no up after 120. That's max level, buddy. Oh, shit. Uh, well, now it's just working on an item level. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really do much besides that. Go into occasional breweries. Uh, Star Wars comes out next week. Looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. They better not disappoint. The final one. They better, they better bring Anakin or... I At least as a ghost. Or riot. Back. Or we're rioting. Yep. I heard. I heard he. Um. I heard they filmed a lot of shots with him, and then they just like took it all out because they wanted to do just the ghosts of Anakin. Well, yeah, and I heard that he was even supposed to be in Last Jedi. There's rumors that, like, in the Force Awakens, there's rumors hmm. that it was gonna like that his face was gonna be a mix between like darkness and light. Like, that's stupid. That's dumb. But, but I mean, it's the last one, so they should yeah. tie it together. Let's talk about beer fests. Does it benefit breweries, Kelsey? You think it benefits breweries? No. Hmm, I don't know. Why do you say no? Well, let's take our experience, for example. How many beer fests in Indiana have we been to? A, a I don't ton. know. It a was like ton. every weekend I for mean, a while. a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot. And what happens when we usually go? Who are, who are the people that are there? Same That's people. what I'm saying. The same Who's people. Who's going? One, does it benefit breweries? Two, who is going to these breweries? Now, if the breweries brought different beers Mm -hmm. every time to let the people that are visiting the breweries know that they mix it up and they brew different different styles of beer frequently i think that it would help however in my experience the breweries almost always bring the same beers they have all of their staples that you can go in at any point in time to the brewery and get and then they might have like a one-off that they bring along with them so, and how many do they attend a year, right? Mm-hmm. It's like in Indianapolis, they attend... It's like once a month minimum. Yeah, at least one beer festival a month. So, it's like, what are you doing each time to make it that someone wants to come in and see your brewery? What about you, Adam? What do you think about beer um, fest? I don't know. Like, I... I mean, yeah, because you're right. Like, it is... Like, it's usually the same people. Um, the only, like... I guess the only thing I'll say is that two times I would have never, ever had unless I was at the beer festival. But I can't really buy it anywhere in the area, so it hasn't really driven business for them. It's just something I can talk about. Um, so yeah. I guess it's word of mouth. Yeah. But I mean, but yeah, like at a certain point, you have so many beers and so many different types, But and I don't keep track. It's not like I'm running down, oh, hey, when I get out of here, I'm going to go buy all this or I'm going to go to this brewery. Like I don't, I don't think a beer fest has ever driven me to like buy a beer or go somewhere. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I like it. I like the experience. But at the end of the day, like I don't really remember what I have. Yeah. N- nothing really stands out. Um, I mean, I really just feel like it's just a chance for a bunch of people to go out and sure. drink a bunch yeah. of beer. Yeah, it's an event. Yeah, and it's and I mean, it's, it, it's an experience. Like because yeah. it's like I had this beer. Have you had this beer? This is the best beer ever. But then like you never have it again. And you, yeah. you just forget about it. But I mean, we've had good beers where it's literally like telling people to have this. And and the reason why I ask that because I know it, it takes a lot out of the breweries because they have to 
provide the beer. They Do they only, have to pay to be at a festival? No, they usually, um, most of the time, they get about 200 bucks. They so get they, $200. So the festival pays them? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It, 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 it just all depends. It all depends who's running it. But usually, on a normal basis, they get paid $200. They go out there in the booth. So they put their, you know, blood, sweat, and tears out there every time. And you see a bunch of the same breweries out there. But here's my here's my opinion. I think it's um, it benefits the breweries a little bit only because um, they are still getting their beers out there. But my advice would be uh, most of the time it is the same beers. So I would love to see breweries definitely bring out your best. You know, if that is your best, bring out your best. But then bring out another one that no one's tried before or you haven't had before. Um, for the regulars that come, because you got two different yeah. people. You got regulars that will go out to the breweries, and then you got just like people that are just want to have fun and have an event. They like craft beer, or maybe they are getting just into craft beer. Um, so or they just want to get drunk. Like yeah. some people go yeah, just yeah, to sure. drink, get yeah. drunk. Of course, yeah. But the thing is, like the uh, some breweries, uh, not mentioning any names, bring the same beers over and over and over again. It's like, okay, I'm not going to your booth anymore, even for I mean. Maybe the new folks will. I don't know. I, I, it's really a mix. I just remember when I first started going to beer festivals, I tried so hard to hit every single yeah. brewery yep. on the list. I'm like counting, and I got to like 45 breweries that well, I tried. Well, that's because you're into craft beer. But, you're just kind of like but hear education me out. on that. Hear me out. Now that we've had so many and we've been to so many, sure. I know, okay, I don't want to go to that one because I've already had their beer, and I know what they've got, and I don't want to go to that one. I want to go to one that's new that I've never heard of starting up. Or even ones from like outside of Indiana. Sure, but that well, yeah, that's good. the corn maze. We did that, didn't we? Yeah. We just try to hit all the out of state. Well, that's good. For but you. hear me out. Like, what happens if a brewery does bring a one-off beer, but it's not a one-off beer that they're going to be keeping on tap? So you're driving business to your brewery because somebody liked that one-off beer, and then they get there and they don't have that beer anymore. Oh, one, I'm not talking about one-off beer. I'm talking about the one-off beer. Well, because they you know they usually have. they have like staples, seasonal? but then they rotate the sure. other ones. Okay. So well, it's like, what are you well, bringing they, that's going to keep them coming? Well, they usually bring a one-off beer for the VIP, and that's another that's another uh, thing. That's what I was going to bring yeah. up, actually. It's like th- now you're paying a little bit more for VIP because you're going to try to get these one-off beers, but you're probably only going to get it at the yeah. beer fest and maybe not at the brewery. I don't know. Because yeah, this it's, last festival yeah, had... Well, the last festival at Scarlet Lane, didn't every brewery have... A VIP beer? Yeah, well, mo- most or of them, most yeah, of them, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, but it was, well, they better damn well because uh, the prices of VIP, man, it's like See, but I getting don't, ridiculous. Every beer festival yeah. doesn't do it the same, and it makes me mad when each, when a brewery will do like a release every hour at the beer festival, yeah. because then to... I'm not, I'm paying extra money for everyone else to be drinking the beer that I paid extra money to get in for. Hmm. Now general admission gets to have that beer that's released every hour and what? not just VIP people. So it's like, why did I pay that extra 20 bucks when everybody else is over here drinking Well, then you it? have to keep going back. Like, I get the breweries, they're trying to build on the hype or whatever, but, like, some breweries, yeah, every hour, here's a new beer, come back, and you have the long lines, and, like, that that, that, that always annoys me. Just release all the beers you have. That's also pulling people from being able to stand in line at another yeah. line of, uh, like, a brewery. It's a lot. It's just a lot I, at a I beer fest. So bottom it really line is, is like the it all, it also has the size of the beer festival too. We go to a couple that are quite large that have like a hundred breweries and then we go to some that have like I think my favorite have been the ones that have like, you know, 25 to 30 breweries and you yeah. can actually go and try each of their well, beers. Well, I guess to bring a, a brew dog to bring a brew dog AGM. There's not that many breweries there. Most of it's their own, but like you could literally hit every place and you could probably have every beer there because it's right. just like there's not that many. 
But I mean, it's still exciting. There's music. There's yeah. Um, but I, yeah. So, I mean, bottom line is you can't please everybody. I guess right. So it, just by talking to you, <laughs> just by talking to us, just like us talking, can't please everybody. So I now guess, you got my blood pressure up, no, no. and I'm all mad. So no. Drink so Brewfest. Why are you mad? Brewfests are are beneficial to breweries, I think, because they get the beer out there to the public, whether you have it before or not, and it's a fun experience. My only advice to Anybody that's running a brewery right now, send people out there that kind of knows a little bit about the beer because um, there's been plenty of times when I'm asking about the style of a beer or just even small details, they don't have no idea. And they're like, we just pour. Yeah. So it's kind of like, even for like new people, if they didn't even know about the beer, they're like, what kind of beer is this? If if they're not educated – they're not going to have an answer. They're and that's because they, uh, they usually have to run off of volunteers. Yeah. Well, that's true. So too. it's like yeah, we don't true. have enough people to leave the brewery and come out today. That is true. But the thing is, if they had, if they had one yeah. person, one person with another person at least that knew yeah. the history of the beer, man, how breweries, it was brewed. Breweries are tough. That's a tough business, man. But also, in my opinion, the most important thing that they can do to have those people from the festival going to their brewery is what they do after the beer festival. What do you mean? You mean like the breweries have events after or like yes. after parties or it's like you can have this kick ass beer at the beer festival, but what if that brewery is like an hour away from where the beer festival oh, is? Oh yeah, they What are you gonna little, do yeah. to bring those people that went to that beer festival in? Like are you getting information somehow? Are you like Do you really in, want those drunks like, back, back you really want those drunks back in the brewery? Come on now. If you're doing this to drive business. Uh, I know, okay. Yeah, that's true, true. Think about it. Yeah, that's true. Well that's a fun thing to do, you know. Uh, beer festivals are, are fun, a fun time. Yeah, they are fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, and breweries, man. Woo. Whoever's owning the brewery, man, that's a tough business. I'm telling you, because you, just just listen to us. Like we felt like we we should do this. They should do that. They, I mean, yeah, you well, can't satisfy you, everybody. Well, then even merchandise, like you pay for stickers or pay for shirts or pay for right. coasters, and it's like here's a lot of free stuff. Please exactly. remember they us. Bring a, they bring their swag there, and people and just buttons. like grabbing it. Yeah, that and costs like, money, man. And then people sometimes just grab it and shove it somewhere and never see it again. It's just they grab it right. because it's free. Exactly because uh, we even bought spi- uh, we bought stickers. We we bought a hundred stickers, and that cost some money. And man, I, I, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna stick these everywhere. But I'm like, well. I gotta pick and choose because this shit costs money. So I appreciate people that um, are the breweries that uh, bring swag. More power, more power to you. All right, Kelsey, what is our next beer? Wait so, a minute! Wait, wait a minute! Wait yeah, a minute! Yeah, yeah. Okay, we didn't do it. Whoa, we whoa, whoa! We didn't do our thing. Would you have a pint of okay. the Crescent Fresh IPA? Yes, I would have a pint of this. I think it's really uh, crisp, refreshing. I really enjoyed the beer. Um, very solid beer. Yes, I would have a pint. Adam, would you have a pint? Uh, probably not. One's enough for me. It's just, it's just one pint or one one no, sample. One sample. Um, oh, would I have a pint? Yeah, I, I guess yeah. I would have a full pint because the more I drink of it, the less piney it kind of got. So I kind of gained a greater appreciation for the taste once my palate adjusted. So I, I'd, I'd probably have a pint, but I don't think I'd sit around and order all the time. Cool. What about you, Kelsey? Would you have a pint? I would absolutely have a pint of this. I like it. Um, I think the IBUs are where it should be. The ABVs where it should be, and the taste. I, I mean, it's like a solid IPA. All right, Ellison, you're uh, you're winning me over so far. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So I think we should 
try the next. I'm at first base with Ellison right now. Next taster, and then maybe we can talk like a little bit about what we ordered before we started the podcast. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the next one on the list is called Crossroads Hazy Pale. It's an American pale ale. It comes in at a 5.7% ABV. I'm going to let Adam tell us what the IBUs may be on this because it's not listed on this menu. Uh, it says N-A. So not applicable. <laughs> so there's no All IBUs. Right. All right. This so, IBU is definitely lower than the last um, one. I'm telling you that right now. The description here says that they brewed this beer for their any, uh, friends in Indianapolis. It's a crushable double dry hopped hazy pale ale Uh-oh. and it's brewed with mosaic and simcoe hops for Ooh. a perfect balance of flavor hoppiness and drinkability now you know how i feel about the double dry hopped beers yeah, well you know how i feel about simcoe <laughs> it's so it's a scooter gang <laughs> yeah so, yeah yeah there's people on birds out here uh it's mind. a nice day it's like 40 degrees and uh we're looking outside and, and there's people like riding around hey so double dry hop every time you know who you know who the brewery king is on the double dry hops. If you want those hazy oh, yeah. <laughs> double dry hop, this is a double dry hop beer. Why are we talking about this? Oh, I thought this. Was, I thought you said it was a double. This dry was hop. A, This is an American pale ale, and it's a hazy pale. Oh, my bad. I, I, I okay. Well, my rant is uh, done. <laughs> save it for you later. Can save that okay. for later. All right. So, what do we think about this one? It definitely smells like a, a hazy. What do you mean smells looks like, like a hazy? hazy. Yeah, you, you mean looks. Yeah, it no, does. it smells like one too. It's got like that that juicy. Yeah, it has a haze. It has flavor. that juice. That juice is there. That juice is loose for sure. You can taste the citrus. Fairly um, crisp. There's not too much linger. Right. Um, some like to me, hazy is always, always kind of like a chewy taste, like yeah. that pulpy. Yeah. But it's not like overpowering. Like no, it's I mean, fairly, it's fairly mild in yeah, terms it's, of. Yeah, it's um, it, it's not hoppy at all. Now, would you consider this crushable? So does crushable uh, just mean like you drink a lot of it? I never. I've never. I never drank. Is that a, is that how drank. you say it? drank? I never drank a um, hazy. <laughs> that was crushable. So what are we talking about? What's the? Uh, I'm, a- I'm asking because it says it's that this five. is a crushable, double dry hopped hazy pale ale. Yeah, I agree. Like hazy oh. beers, you can't really like pound down. You, did you just say double dry hopped? Yeah, but I wanted to save that for for Whoa. that. Oh, okay. Oh, you okay? So this is double dry hopped. Wait. It is a Stop double dry hopped. It's an APA that's double <laughs> dry so hopped, and it's a hazy APA. Mm. But I want to save your double dry hop conversation for the last one. Oh, okay. So we're having two uh, double dry hops. Okay. okay. Yeah. See, I knew, I knew it. Women, damn it, damn you, women, you lied to me. Don't lie to me now. I'm not lying Don't to tell you. Me it's not I was just you trying said to cut this you off. Was not a double dry hop. Did she not, Adam? Did she say this was not a double dry hop? <sighs> I was trying to I mean, steer earlier. you away from the conversation. <laughs> Damn it! I wish I was a Cicerone because master. This Cicerone, one actually I would have said you're wrong. The you're last wrong, one, Kelsey. the last one actually has double dry hop in the title, which is why I wanted you to save the double dry hop for the last one. Fair enough. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely juicy. It's got that mm-hmm. like um, I don't know. I feel like when I do uh, when I do double dry hop to hazies, it's kind of has a burn a little bit. When you like when you take a sip and on your throat, uh, this one I don't feel like really has that. It's more of an enjoyable um, hazy for me. I can usually have one hazy and then I have to like walk away after that and have true. something else. That's true. This one's like kind of like a, almost like an introductory hazy. Like it's yeah. not overpowering. Like, like let me introduce oh, yeah, you yeah. to yeah. hazies, and this is the one you should. And it's also only five point seven. Oh. We usually have hazies that are like what seven, seven eights. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Um, not bad. Yeah, this is. So, what, what what did we drink before? 
the uh, podcast. Uh, Adam, what did you start out with before the podcast? I, I just find the fruit something. I've had the We've Been Jammed Fruit Beer 4.5 ABV. Uh, do you want me to read the description? Or? You can if you want sure. to. We don't yeah. know how to read. I mean, the, our listeners probably want to know what the hell it is. Heavily fruited blonde ale jammed with rhubarb, blueberry, and black currant topped with Tahitian vanilla. Um, ver- don't rub it to the man's rhubarb. It was a beautiful color. Joker, yeah, it was Batman, very, very purpley, uh, kind of murky. Um, I didn't really get much vanilla. Like, it was kind of... The fruit wasn't as strong as I was expecting, like, based off the color and the description. It was kind of like a... It's kind of a muted fruit. Like, it wasn't... I mean, it was still good. It was enjoyable, but, like, it wasn't as... Fruity. I expected overpowering, but it yeah. was just kind of, like, mild. Yeah, with all that fruit in there, I expected, like, a huge, like, fruit taste. Oh, like, maybe even fruity. a tartness, almost. Yeah. But, but it was a blonde, anyway. It started out with a blonde base, and then just, they th- threw some either uh, puree in it or something like that. But, anyway, uh, I might be wrong, too, but... Uh, What'd you I, have, Kevin? Oh, okay. Interrupt, interrupt while I was like talking, okay? All right, that's what we're doing now. Oh, God. Um, I don't even know what I had. Oh, yeah, I had the Don Street PLL. Give me that menu. Um, 6.5 alcohol by volume. It says a tribute to the street that our brewery is located on. This crap street? Don Street? Is that what this this is called? This is I, Maybe they're talking about the one in Michigan? Didn't we almost wreck here? No, I'm kidding. Okay, um... Uh, pale L starts with tropical aroma and then bursts forward with citrus and pine flavor. Easy to drink. This beer finishes clean. Easy was, to drink. This beer is e- 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 easy to drink. Yeah, easy to drink. This beer is. Um, yeah, it was good. It was a good beer for sure. Um, I, I love that pale L. I can drink that now, all day long. Was it what you had? Was the the hoppiest, bitterest one on the menu? I thought it was. I thought it was. I think that's what she told us, right? That yours, the one that you ordered, or, was uh, that? Yeah. The highest ABV, too, right? Yes. Or it was high as something. Well, his was six point five. Oh, so it must have been. They also have a double IPA that's eight percent. Can't so. remember back. I can't remember that far back. She she said that that yours was the most hoppy and bitter one on the. Oh, sweet. And sweet. I got that when I tried it. Mm. I don't know that I would have a pint of that beer. Well, then you're then you're stupid. No, I can't. That was rude. Well, I'm not. Take I'm it not, back. Yeah, I, what? Podcast over. I mean, this is <laughs> we're ending it right now. All right, hey Kelsey, what pint did you have before we? Started? Yeah, Kelsey, what I pint had did you have? <laughs> the Circle City American Lager. It's a pale lager. Circle City. Circle City. Hey, I know those folks. Well, Circle City Sandwich. So, for those of you who are listening that don't know, Indianapolis' um, little nickname is called Circle City. Yeah. So, um, I wonder if that's only here then, not Michigan. Yeah. Right? They, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because they brew it here. So, so we're it's, here now. it's only a 4.25% ABV, which made it extremely uh, drinkable, which is why I'm on my second one. Um, it has malted barley, corn, and rice. It uses a blend of hops and creates a flavorful experience with a clean, crisp finish. Um, super drinkable. Very easy to drink. I probably would drink more of this in the summer. Yeah, it reminded me of uh, Lost Lager. It had that uh, bready taste at the back at the back end. Right. Very malty, yes. It was I mean, that's cool. what I got now. Ooh, that's yeah, beer, that's yes. Badass. I probably still like Lost Lager better. Well. Is that okay? You're biased. That's why. All right. Okay. Bottom pay for. Kelsey is. But I mean, like, I mean, you, I mean, you're, you guys are both branded, like. Yes, this is true. Damn it! 
We hey. we have brands on us without yeah. even really right. being branded. Hey, speaking of branded, uh, we we're at the uh, thirty minute mark, so we're gonna go ahead and oh. um, we're gonna take a break, and uh, we're gonna take a break for our sponsors. Uh, Rusted Silo, uh, ru- yeah, Southern Barbecue and Brew House. So if um, you're out in Danville, Indiana, um, they've won. Liston. Oh yeah, li- well Danville, Liston, isn't it all the same, Kelsey? If you blink, you'll pass Liston. Well, so you got to keep your eyeballs open. Well, thanks a lot. Now they're not gonna be our sponsors anymore. Now we just lost money because we just said the wrong town. You said the wrong town. No, I you did it. You, Liston. Adam, did she just say the wrong town? It is Liston. She said, she said Liston. She said Danville. You said Danville. Okay, I'm kidding. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I think we should just go to break. Let's just go to break. Commodity, a basic product traded on the open market. Something you'll never find inside these tin covered walls. At Rusted Silo Southern Barbecue and Brew House, we only use the finest ingredients in everything we create. From locally crafted malt in our beer to choice Angus beef on our pit, we refuse to cut corners. Leave that for the other guys. Rusted Silo, the best little place with the biggest taste. Patience rewarded. All right, we're back. Wow. Woo-hoo. I never left. Uh, yeah, that was a great... Uh, I love that commercial, by the way, man, because, I, you know, Russell Silo is pretty good food, and we don't go out there enough, Kelsey. We I, I, still have never, I still have some, never been. Jesus, you've never been there? No. It's like one of the best barbecues in the... I'm going to say the state, because they've won... They already won two awards, two years in a row, best barbecue in Indy, even though technically they're enlisting, but, man... Or Danville. Or Danville, whatever you want to call it. Danville and Liston, they're both the same to me because, I mean, I, it's like. Okay, but blink. their address says Liston, so. Okay. Whatever. People already don't know how to use Facebook and look it up, right. so let's not confuse the people All right. more. Whatever, whatever. You know what I was thinking about um, Ellison because they started out in Michigan, now they're down here. What do you guys think about breweries, like your favorite um, brewery? My favorite brewery? No, I mean. No, well, I didn't finish. What? What? What do you think? <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think, think about your favorite brewery. Okay. But. What if your brewery? I mean, what if your brewery got big? Like, is big too? How big is too big for your favorite brewery? Um, I think right off the bat, I was gonna think of Brewdog for you guys, and then I also think of Books and Brews with their expansions and their franchises. And I mean, they're now in Ohio. Um, Sun Kings. Well, they're not. They don't have a location in Florida, do they? They're just shipping beer. Yeah, I think they oh, okay. they only ship there. So I guess the only ones I can really think of is like Brewdog, Books and Brews. I don't really know of any that are out of state. But what about like say Dogfish Head? I'm, they first started oh, okay. as a craft beer, you know, Dogfish Head, Sierra so, Nevada. That's true um, too. I I'm a, I like to consider myself kind of a, a sentimental person. So I like knowing that in Indiana I can go to breweries that are only here in Indiana and that you can only get it here in Indiana. Sure. It makes it worth it when people are like traveling or whatever, like, hey, I heard about this brewery, let's go there because they're only in Indiana. At the same time, I think that if someone did expand kind of like Ellison and they started in Michigan and came here, as long as the customer service and the quality is not compromised, yeah. I think that it's fantastic that they open multiple locations. What about what about like nationwide, giant-wide? Giants. I think that that's too much because then that, that takes the want a way for that beer because now you can just get it anywhere and why would i want to go to the brewery when i can pick it up at kroger yeah you but know you what still, i mean yeah but you still buy diet coke and you, i mean first of all it's coke zero anywhere. it is not diet coke oh, okay coke zero i'm sorry you, you're still buying that 
Look at McDonald's. Everybody's I also McDonald's. have never yearned to go to a Coke factory. Yeah, but look at McDonald's. Everybody's like wanting McDonald's. And I don't want McDonald's. No, no I mean, I'm, I'm talking about... I will fight you on this all the way down. Yeah, you don't want McDonald's, but I mean, there's millions of people, you know, billions served that has been, you know, they're glad there's a McDonald's around every corner. I just think that, you stopping. know, it's like that's why we have different states with different things it's like you go to this it's state almost like a customer this. tradition or so you're like a small small business type i am person. very much a small business you support your locals yeah but and I if mean, and if, if you, and if like somebody if if a brewery here expanded out to like their their neighboring states that's one thing but that means that people from florida are coming up to like michigan and ohio and indiana you can get that beer in any of those states but you can't get it in florida well well yeah like I unless feel, Florida I feel comes up to a Florida, beer festival then. in Indiana and then we try their beer and now in my mind I know next time I go to Florida so what, I want to try that beer so what if a what if a brewery like was really good and they expanded and they just kept their craft beer practices and stuff and kept them intact if they, if they kept the customer service and the quality and everything like you know made it special for the area that they're in I am all behind that yeah because I'm, I'm, I'm here's Here's what what happens is at. people grow really fast, mm -hmm. and then they lose sight of why they started, and they lose sight of their customer service, and they lose sight of their quality. Yeah, kind of, kind of like the message in the. I mean, that's the biggest thing I think is the consistency. Like the beer has to be the same, especially sure. if you're out of state. Sure. I mean, the message has to be the same because if you start franchising or giving to different people or like putting other people in charge, like eventually you're you're going to get so far removed where like it's like oh I have a site in. Colorado, uh, been there once, put people in charge, don't really know the atmosphere, don't know the people, whole different crowd maybe, like maybe they're more focused on like marijuana or to be stereotypical, but like they're, they're more focused on like different, I mean there's different cultures, so then like you said, you have to kind of shape it to that culture, and you have to be adaptive, because like Having, having a brewery, putting it somewhere else with the same the same atmosphere, the same and like message, that's not gonna work. Like you have you, you do have to be adaptable. Like and I guess to bring up Brewdog again, they do that. Like here's an Indiana location and make a bunch of indie merchandise and kind of fit. Like here's Dublin. I just saw there. Like you have I mean you have to be smart about it. And I think and also you have to have the money and you have to accept that like it could fail. You could just lose out on this one franchise. It's gonna get fucked up and then you have to like. It's a, it's a risk. I mean, I think it's a risk to expand out of state. Yeah. So basically what we're saying is that um, it's okay if you're big as long as you keep the beer the same or you keep the beer or even or you keep the culture the same. Basically. Yeah. Basically, okay. like, focus on why you started, not According just the money. According to the area. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, you know, I don't expect yeah, Kelsey, to go. Kelsey, you say small business, though, because when you say that, I think of, like, Four City, North Carolina – your brother doesn't go to Walmart. You're thinking mom and pop shops. Yeah. I'm thinking people your, that your are... Brother, wait a minute. Your brother doesn't go to Walmart because he says... No, he's anti-Walmart. Right. But guess what? Four cities is a small town. Look how many people's working at Walmart. So if he goes to Walmart and buys things at Walmart, he's keeping his community employed. Because if he, if okay. nobody went to Walmart, they wouldn't be working. Let's be realistic in knowing that um, his wife goes to Walmart all the time. Well, I'm just saying. And that that is the only place that they have to go to buy things such as things that you can I'm get I'm just saying, Walmart. don't be scared of big, but big. I'm not afraid of big business. BrewDog, I can be on board with, for example. Well, we're not talking about BrewDog. I know that, but I'm using them as an example. Yeah, sorry, that's the only example I have. But yeah. it's because they are not in it just for financial gains. They're in it because they want to take what they believe in and spread it. Now, if a brewery starts expanding rapidly, that's when I start becoming concerned because I'm like, what are you in it for? And that's when I start getting worried. Are you in it just for 
the publicity and the financial gain? Or are you in it because you want to take your kick-ass product to every place that you possibly can without being bought out? So, you know, I will support a business if they keep it kind of like family-oriented and know where they came from. I guess that's true in a sense, but just to be fair, I think all businesses are wanting to make money. But why do you think more people are trying to stay local? Why do you think less people have expanded? And I really think that it's because they are here for their home. They're here. This is where they grew. This is they want to focus on quality, and that's what they know. Well, Sun King used to always say that they weren't going to expand out of state, and it's only in the past year or so that they have. Which I mean, and that's not like talking shit or whatever. Like, if you have the opportunity, I think they should do it. Like, their product is kind of known in Indiana. They were one of the first to get started out, so like, it it makes sense. I'm sorry if I owned a brewery. And if yeah, I mean, I, what would you do? It, yeah, if I owned a brewery and if I brewed craft beer, I was in control of my own craft beer recipes. I would. De- I want the world to taste it. I would too. I, I, think. I wouldn't want to. Like, okay, but say, there's other oh, ways that only you can Indiana's do that. going to do it. What? How about we uh, change some laws where you can actually ship beer to places, you know, like Indiana? Because then I could order some beer from you're that brewery. About, are you talking about like you're talking about mail? I wouldn't want any if UPS person that, like deliver my beer for sure. Well, tell Man. that to 450 North. What? But I'm saying that's what those people are go just there like for. Local, those are local people like m- melon beers out. Yeah, they like to trade it and melon, sure. and then the people drink it, and then they like it, and then they want more. Right, right, sure. But it's like that has nothing to do with anything what we're saying. What makes it special about going to that brewery when you can get it anywhere? Because you're going to the actual brewery and you're getting it fresh right out of their taps that's that's and good customer service good people good experience just like okay okay we're gonna i'm gonna bring brew dog up i can get brew dog all around indiana but i I love going to columbus at the brewery because Mm -hmm. i experienced so much more there you know what i mean so So there's a difference in customer service let's talk about dogfish head you can get dogfish head anywhere but wouldn't you love to go to the actual brewery and experience the brewery i mean come on now all right let's what kelsey we're going to talk about the beer that we had. Would you have a pint of it? Oh. Yeah, the hazy. I would only have one pint of this, and it would have to be towards Why? the end. Why? It's a little bit of a palate wrecker um, for me, but um, as far as it being like a hazy and double okay. dry hopped, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board with that. It's not too much. It's not too green. It doesn't okay. burn. Nope. So I would definitely have a pint. And I would have a pint of it, too, because I like it's refreshing. Oh, it's the I love Citra. Um, I, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Simcoe. But I think these... Well, it has Mosaic and Simcoe. Oh, Mosaic, not Citra? Nope. Uh, okay, well, Mosaic. So my favorite hops are Citra, Mosaic, and Amarillo. And I love those three hops. So, yes, Mosaic, I love. Simcoe, love-hate relationship. Sometimes I hate it. Sometimes I like it. I think whoever brewed this beer, the, the, the brewer that brewed this beer here at Ellison did a fantastic job. With, of removing um, the cat pee taste. Yeah, of like uh, combining those two hops together. And I think it's awesome. So I would definitely have a pint of this. Adam. Adam? I would. I uh, I think this is one, compared to the last one, like I would have multiple pints. I think it's like I like the hazy thing is re- relatively recent for me. Um, and this is just well done. It's not overpowering. It's easy to drink. It's smooth. It's crisp. It's not really a linger. Like it doesn't have that thick, like heaviness. Like it's just a well done beer. I will say I could very easily go back to my lager after that one without any like yeah. 
without it's, it ruining the taste of the lager. Well, that's two out of two for me, Kelsey. So far, Ellison Number three. It hasn't let me down. Right, hasn't ready? let me down. Now, this but next one's a little Ellison, bit of a throw-off. Yeah. Don't, fu- don't fuck up, Ellison. So we're going to like a darker uh, in color beer, and the last one is not quite a dark in color beer, so this might throw you off a little bit. What? But we're going to have a tiramisu coffee stout. Mm. It's a 7% ABV. Um, do you guys know what tiramisu means? Isn't it like a dessert thing? Uh, I do not. Kelsey, edu- educate me because I uh, I, uh, I am not N-A, a smart I'm man. In Italian, tiramisu means pick me up. Oh, so yeah. it's inspired by coffee flavor and Italian dessert. Um, rich, full-bodied, and this stout is guaranteed to do just that. It's going to pick you up. So let's see. I'm ready to be picked up. I'm ready to be picked up right now, like a hooker on the corner of Washington Street. I wonder if we Street. did this be a favor by letting it sit and get warm a little bit. Yeah, most of the styles don't you want to do that with? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes it has that, like a uh, chocolatey... Um, well, the server said this is the best, and I noticed she gave us the most. Oh, she said this is the best? Yeah, she, well, she said this was her personal favorite. She said this favorite. was her oh. personal favorite. So good. She explained this stout as not being like a very thick stout. It might be a little bit thinner than what we usually like to drink our stouts. But it, she also um, mentioned it as being full of flavor. Yeah, I get that. You really can't. It's, it's a little bit thicker than a porter, a little bit thinner than a stout. So it's like in between there. I, I do that. feel like this is kind of a thin. Yes, it's, almost thin. Like a, yep. it's almost like a watered down you stout. Down. You, but, could, you could have caught it a porter, but it's a little bit thicker than a porter, a little bit thinner than a stout. So yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like watered down to I me, mean, not in a bad way, but it's like a. It does have a lot of flavor, don't you think? Oh, that? it does, yeah. Like, for the color, the consistency doesn't match the color, but the taste is still there, if that makes sense. Like, it's still, it's still a strong taste. What's we'll ABV on this one? This one is 7%. Um, yeah. I could taste the um, 7% when the, um, because it's warmer. So I can definitely taste a little bit of, of the alcohol in there for sure. I think even when you look at it, like on the corners there, you can tell how thin it kind of is. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does yeah. look like a cold coffee without oh, anything yeah, that, in it. That's actually a good description, the color and everything. Yeah, but you know what? It's not a... It doesn't taste like it doesn't taste watered down coffee, no. and it doesn't no it doesn't it taste like, like straight a chocolate. Coffee. It's very coffee. Well, it says inspired by coffee flavored Italian dessert. So this would be a lot like a dessert beer, yeah, like a finisher. A bit sweet, got that sweet chocolate. I don't know if it has chocolate in it, but it has that yeah, sweet taste. On the back end, there's there. kind of something sweet. Perfect for this time of the year, I think. That's a very good beer. Hmm. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. I think I guess they're three for three. I or Kelsey know. is three for three. I don't know. I, I don't know. Nobody will know unless, Kelsey, would you have Would you have a pint? I would have a pint of this. Kevin, would you have a pint? I don't know. Um, I would not have a pint of this. Uh, Only because. You did that on purpose. <laughs> Why no, are you such a dick? No, damn it, I'm a dickhead. Elson, you let me down. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't let me down. Um, only because, listen, I like my stout Listen, stout. Linda. Listen, Lynn. I like my stout stouty, and I like my porters portery? right there. No. Portery. Yeah. <laughs> portery. Um, you like stouters. I like stouters. Make that. <sighs> Again, that's if anybody takes that, I'm going to find <laughs> that you. That is a new can. Make the new can called stouters. It's only a special, like, fat it's boy. It's like those mini, like, like Sprite cans. mini fat boy can that you can only put, like, stouts and uh, Porters. And, yep, and it, it could be on nitro as well. They have a little nitro, not you know, like a. It could be a. There could be a widget in it. 
It's almost um, like a it's almost like a mini beer shot. Like yeah. you just want a sample of it. Like you want to pass out some it's beer to your to, friends. It's good to hold in your hand. Yeah. Stouters. It's kind of like those little. What are those things we used to drink when we were kids that look like little barrels? Oh uh, yeah, the the, uh, the root beer. And, yeah, it's like the root no, beer. No, they're like fruit. grape and orange, and they look oh, like a barrel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I used to get those all the time. Me yeah. too, because probably we was all poor. That's the reason why. <laughs> yeah, my like grandma Kool-Aid. bought me those. Like, there was great. There was every flavor. Oh, those were good. They were at. What were those called? They were called little little tops. Little. I didn't even know if they had a name. I just said get those uh, um man what were those that would be perfect for the beer that our you're grocery store about. had them called marsh i mean aldi, se- aldi sells them and there's an aldi's now by me I oh need to go and did you and, and nobody pulled the tab with their fingers they just put their teeth in it and pierced it <laughs> right yep i always said i think i always just, I just put my finger in yeah. it. no i didn't put my finger in it. i like i did my like two front buck tooth and i just went <laughs> i just pierced it like a vampire and that's how i drunk my uh drunk it I mean, they have to still have those, I would assume. They do. Right? Yeah, sure, they're, sure they they're called something different now, though. Um, I don't know. Little barrels? Man, L- the, L- 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 those things? and yoo-hoos. <laughs> My childhood. All right. Hey, are you guys ready for some fun news? Sure. Uh, right. Did we review this one? or? We... Yeah, we are, but we're in the midst of it. Okay. So let me do this first, because I was looking through uh, the Twitter. And I've heard of that. Check this out. For better or worse, a lot more people are now aware of the penis fish. You guys heard of the penis oh, fish? I, I'm, I actually Is know. that the one where if you pee in a stream, uh, it goes into your pee-pee? Yeah, it goes, like, it goes through your, your... It goes upstream into your... Urethra, right? Nope, nope, nope. Oh, not there's another all. penis no, fish? No. <laughs> a storm. I'm never going to the water again. Uh, so I don't pe- even have a penis. <laughs> I mean, you're safe. So basically... Why isn't there a vagina fish? This is kind of sexist. <laughs> so uh, Apparently, a storm washed hundreds of innkeeper worms ashore on a California beach. And uh, yeah, their okay. appearance and nickname has the phenomenon going viral. But there's more to these sea creatures than just their resemblance. So, oh, so it looks like a penis. It this it, it looks like a penis. They're pink worms, and they look like a wiggly sausage. And they're widely referred to as fat innkeeper worms. <laughs> fat little people. Worms? Yeah, they're ten inches long. <laughs> This I mean, I mean, no, I mean that's, that's a penis. Of course. Yeah, what I mean, kind of news do you look at? <laughs> of course, 10 inches long. Oh, yeah, that's your... Is this on the onion? No, no, this is this is definitely real. No, you I can, can see photos over his shoulder. Yeah, this looks, yeah, this look at this photo. This is very weird. Kelsey, look at this photo. It looks this like a penis. That definitely looks like a penis. And it's 10 inches. I mean, the size is of right course. for Not that I've ever seen a penis, mom and dad. <laughs> do you think if this was 6 inches, they would call it a penis fish? I thought 10 inches was normal. I thought 10 inches was that. I mean, based off, like, I mean, yeah. personal experience. Yeah. Not but, not like other people's penises. But they're worms. They're called fat innkeeper worms. Or Those pe- are creepy AF. Yeah, yeah. So there's just hundreds of them, like, ashore. I don't even know why this guy has it in his hand. I would, I would definitely not <laughs> handle yeah, this like, type of fish Oh, at hey, all. that looks like a penis. Let's pick it up. There's no way I would pick hey, up Hey, mom and dad, look fish. what I brought home. <laughs> Show and tell. Found a penis fish. Oh my god! I thought I thought you were talking about the one that like goes into your penis. N- Have you heard of that? What? No. Yeah. Yeah. When what goes when into men pee, pee in like when men pee in a stream, there's yeah. a, a thing that can go into the it stream goes of up your, your urethra, urethra. and it goes into your urethra, and urethra. it like burrows in and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That is nasty. That is a true story. That is no, not. That's, that's a real thing. What for? For, so, for who? So don't pee in what streams. Country? What country is this? I mean, I anywhere. I don't know where it lives. Don't pee in streams. Just just swear to the wife. I mean, Rob peed in the stream. Well, he probably got penis fish. <laughs> Damn, he's got penis worms. <laughs> <laughs> His penis is now 10 inches. Oh, shit. Wait, maybe I want to I think they're yeah, more in like the flowing water and not like standstill oh, like water. Uh, Amazon oh. Basin, Bolivia, Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru. So this so, thing goes into your penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Well, yeah, so I mean, I I don't think I'd want that in there. No, that no, that'd much. be weird. I wouldn't want anything. Uh, I wouldn't want anything in there. Did I ever tell you the time that I can't look away? So if you ever go to the doctor and you have to get like checked for like, um, you STDs. know, S- STDs, it's a horror movie. Well, that's when they use the swab thing. Yes, they put they actually put like a cotton swab down down the penis hole, Kelsey. And yeah, this one goes that? into your bladder and lays eggs it's in like, your bladder. It's like medieval times. Listen. I want you to look at me and listen when I tell you that every year I have uh, someone put something inside my private part. Yeah, whoa! Check whoa, 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 whoa I she's married. Kevin. So <laughs> I thought she was married. When men start complaining about what are you having to have, about? wait, wait, you gotta clarify. When you start complaining about having to have a little swab done in your pee hole, you that's s- nothing compared to what women have to go through every year. When they turn 16. I mean, aren't we supposed... We're supposed to get prostate exams, but I don't know That's if... That's not until uh, you're like 40 or 50, oh, right? I'm holding that shit off. Well, then Kevin should be getting some. I sh- yeah, because I'm like... I'm 45, so I'm holding that shit... Oh, I've been practicing, though, in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding. But, uh... Listen, no, that, your I can currently story do three is fingers. like all the more reason why um, when you're in the ocean, you are not at the top of the of the pyramid. No, well, like, there's so much scary shit. I, the ocean all kinds of things we don't know me. about. I don't understand. I don't like, like the ocean. It's scary. Yeah, I don't understand prostate exams because how how can a doctor just like automatically dismiss that I have anything wrong with me just by you know filling around my cavity? Well, shouldn't we now be able to just like X-ray? Like, there's no need to stick fingers exactly. places. There's like, no, there's no need at all. Like, like we have technology. Well, then yeah. you're just taking the fun out of the whole job. The fun out of who? Who's I mean, fun? The, the doctors. doctors. Yeah, that, that's the only thing they look forward to. Got a prostate exam. And that's a lawsuit if the doctors have fun. <laughs> 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 All right, so one, so one, one more, one more funny thing. I know you guys heard about this strange cowboy hat wearing pigeons. Uh, mm. I have not heard about this. No, I haven't heard. People have been putting little hats on pigeons. Yeah. So, like, Wait, in, what? Yes. So, the Las Vegas Animal Rescue Group, Lofty Hopes, raised concerns over a viral video showing at least two pigeons wearing tiny, almost custom-made <laughs> cowboy cowboy hats in parking lot. <laughs> So, so they just randomly saw these wild pigeons yeah, with yeah. Kamboka. Yeah, it's unclear who's behind the stunt, <laughs> um, but so activists are concerned uh, that the hats may have been glued, uh, harming the birds. Oh, um, no! I feel bad for laughing. Oh God! But it, it was still funny. It head. was funny as. But do the pigeons like it though? Yeah, it would go away. They like, were sitting at, like at the top of the building, like. You don't live here. Is there photos or video? You can't park here. So there's a video of a car going by and a pigeon's just like sitting in the parking lot. That's very dapper. Yeah. (laughs) There's a pigeon sitting in the parking lot like, there's only room for one pigeon right here, boy. Okay, where was this? He looks very dapper. Uh, well, uh, Las Vegas apparently they couldn't have put like a a, a, a better hat on. Tie a string maybe or like no string would like choke the pigeon. Only a cowboy hat. I'm saying like couldn't they done like a, a a more stylish hat no because well, cap- he's badass that's why he's a cowboy well how are these people so these people are somehow capturing pigeons for one sure holding them still for another yeah, one and just put unless they're like tranquilizing them, them. Put, it, yeah put super glue is it bad is it bad for the pigeon uh, yes why because that's painful or what if it gets, how do you know how's it painful because what if what if they don't understand what's happening and they go try to like yank this hat off their head and then they rip their skin off or they like bump into shit well i'm pretty sure it's on the feather of their head, and I'm pretty sure it will come off eventually. Okay, because yeah, they Kevin, molt, right? Let me hot glue your head. But it's hilarious, though. It's so hilarious. What well, I mean, if you have a Las Vegas and you saw like a pigeon with a freaking cowboy hat on, well, I guess it'd be like somebody gluing something to my hair. How you know it's? Gl- how do you know it's glued? How, how else yeah. is it going to stay? What if the pigeon just put a fucking cowboy hat on and like <laughs> just wanted to be like a baller oh, cowboy? Yeah. 
He's you a boss now. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe we're just under, yeah. Maybe we're underestimating yeah. <laughs> underestimating new, animals. A new pigeon gang called called cowboy gang. You know, you know, crows, they would not be able to fly with that little ass hat. Or pig, pigeon punks. Do you know crows are like smart as hell? Oh, I know. They're like the, yeah. the shit I read about. They passed some tests where it's like uh, they set up this whole thing. And there's 10 steps to get, like, a piece of food. And it figured out every single step using tools. Like, it actually made, like, locks and stuff with sticks. Like, yeah. they're, they're fucking smart. Like, yeah. I kind of want to pet one, but I, I don't know yeah, what I'd do with it. Yeah, crows are really smart. But yeah, they, 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 like, use tools and memorize faces. What does studying them do to help us? Uh, just, I mean, basically... Understand animals. Yeah, they're trying to figure out, like, if animals are intelligent and there's certain tests that they can pass. Um, but I think it'd be kind of ignorant to think that we're the only intelligent people. But and a lot I don't of people even think do. that we're intelligent people. But, I mean, a lot of people do, though. Describe intelligent. We're no. not the smartest cookies in the box. No, 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 I'm, I'm talking about describe intelligent. Intelligent to a human being or intelligent to an animal? Maybe a dog is thinks that they're intelligent and we're not. I think there's a lot of animals that are significantly smarter than humans. Well, parents are, parents are supposed to have a third grade mentality i've heard like they have the mentality of a third grader like in, yeah and then like dolphins pass some tests i think it was dolphins like you put there's some test where you put a dot on your face and then you put an animal in front of a mirror and this animal like re- if the animal starts rubbing their face it means that they can recognize it's them in the mirror so that shows that they're able to like so like i think dolphins were able to pass that or something too yeah yeah dolphin and yeah uh, dolphins are smart uh, i mean even, do- even dogs are smart they can look at you Doing something, they elephants mimic it. have a better memory. Yeah, than elephants you, are supposed to be super smart. Yeah, well, elephants. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the reason why they, they say also a, don't drink as much as you. Well, so. the, the reason, not yet. Not yet. The reason why they say elephants have good memory because they can um, drink out of a watering hole and they can remember like twenty some years later where the exact watering hole is and go back to it. So. And they're really good with like family stuff, aren't they? Like they're really herd mentality, family bonds. Like elephants are supposed to have like high emotional intelligence. Yeah. Well. I was going to watch Dumbo last night, but I decided to watch Pinocchio. So uh, the, cart- the original Disney cartoon, Plus. yeah, the original cartoon. Yeah, I have, the only thing I've watched on that is Star Wars. I haven't watched anything but Star Wars. Oh stuff. yeah, man, they got a lot of good stuff. Uh, Disney Plus. I, I kind of want to see. Lady I wasn't even going to get Disney Plus, but I had to because the uh, Mandalorian mm-hmm. and just because of all the um, Mandalorian's m- badass. Though. All the the Marvel Avengers shit is now mm-hmm. gonna, is out on there. Now so. it's literally just a nostalgia thing where we are watching movies just because it's like, oh my god, it's Hell been yeah. thirty years since I watched the movie. Well, That's I guess right. I watched one episode of the cartoon x-men like i'll probably watch that uh once i'm actually yeah, i have nothing else to watch so i'm, I'm gonna Listen, watch when you watch pocahontas then talk to me i like pocahontas what do you mean i never i never saw that movie like the music cartoon. was good on that one you said that about dumbo too you weirdo i mean you never saw dumbo no nah, it was like who was it that told me they didn't watch exciting. mary poppins i'm still mad at that i don't person. i don't like mary poppins i've, I've seen it mary, i just don't i've like watched it. part of mary poppins i never watched it all i did watch saving mrs banks or Mr. ms banks Mr. Or Mr. Banks. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Banks. Or Mr. Popper's Penguins? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> I watched that too. All right. Let's Not get back good. to this beer because, um, Kelsey, would you have oh, a pint? Yeah. I already drank this, and yes, I would have a pint. I think we need to ask Adam. Yeah, Adam, because I said I wouldn't have a pint. He's as far into that beer as we are. Yeah, Kelsey. Or, uh, Adam, would you have a pint of that? Um, co- To be honest, coffee beers aren't really my thing. Um, So I would have, again, like I guess like the first one, I'd probably have a pint, but it's not something I'd seek out. I mean, it, it is good. It's well done. It is kind of light coffee taste, but the the roastiness in the beer like is always a little bit too much to me. A little bit too bitter. A little bit too roasty. Yeah. But but it is a well done beer. Yeah, it's well done beer. I just wouldn't have it. It's not my style. And it's like kind of yeah. Eh. I've had better ones. Better Ooh. coffee. Yeah. How to say? No, we can't listen. I can't <laughs> like it all, guys. Come on. Can't like it all. You can't right? be an equal opportunist. Yeah, yeah. So yep. you wouldn't even be able to tell me what your favorite one is when you have a coffee stout. 
Yeah. I, you know what my favorite coffee? No, it's not a coffee style. It's a porter. And it's a... Uh, Sweet Baby Jesus? No, that's a peanut butter porter, by the way. I like, you like peanut butter. I, like, I have to use an answer. I like, no. I like Jet Blackheart. I knew you were going to say that. Yep, Jet Blackheart is my favorite. It's a co- it's got the coffee notes, chocolate notes. It's all nitro. It's got a great head on it. It's got a a great body. I just think it's I just think it's a solid beer. If you ever had, even if you buy the cans, they have a little widget in there where you can like pop it open and then the nitro like explodes. It's a great. What's your favorite beer? beer? My favorite beer of all time. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't have a favorite. I really don't. I really don't have a. Fa- I cannot gravitate and says, okay, I'm going to drink this all the time, if all day, had- every day. Five beers in front of you. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and you said I can, and I said you can only pick one. Yeah. What would you hope that that one beer would be that you could drink the rest of your life? Hmm, that's hard. I don't know. If you were deserted on an island, what one beer would you want to be the one that you drink every day? Well, I don't know. That is hard. I really. So I'm gonna say this. You're gonna think I'm a punk by saying this, or. Uh, you're gonna laugh. I really, really do enjoy those 450 slushes, and I do, and even though their style, you can't really mimic their style. And okay, Kevin, those are really expensive, and you can't take those to an island. <laughs> I know, but they're fun to drink, and they don't even taste like beer. But I would take one of those, and but the next one would have to be, I think I would do a. I love punk. I, I love punk from BrewDog. I, I could drink that all day. Now, when you said those, was it because you were thinking about how easy they were to drink? No, I was think, thinking if I had to drink them like every day, all day. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Because if you if you had like a peanut butter porter or, or like, right. like really these flavorful beers, I think you'd get sick of them. Even, even the slushies that I mentioned, right? If I only had like, say, Jungle Juice from 450 North, I think I would get sick of that. Um, but I don't think I would get sick of the uh, of punk because it's um, it's bitter, um, it's refreshing, it's not that high in ABV, it's low in cal, only 130 calories, which is amazing. Yeah. Which so we Adam, looked it up, by the way. The question was, if you were stranded on an island for the rest of your life, what one beer would you want to have with you that you could drink every day? Mm. It doesn't have to be an island. If you were stranded anywhere for the rest of your life, what beer? In this parking lot. Um, I thought of Clockwork Tangerine first because that's kind of just a good default. It's because it is kind of fruity, but it is kind of like that IPA, but it's easy to drink. It's not too ABV or heavy, um, so I can drink a lot of it if I was on this island and only had that. Um, or maybe some kind of cream ale, but I don't know what cream ale. But I, I'd probably go with Clockwork Tangerine. Or, or to hell with it. If you're on an island, just get straight up drunk as hell if you're on... Or like, did you say stranded island? That, that, wait a minute. Did well, you say stranded? I changed it, and I said you can be hey, stranded anywhere. If it's stranded, then I'm going high ABV as hell. I'm getting drunk as fuck on this Or just island. get like a bunch of cheap beers. Okay, like, but, but the, the smartness in me wants to say you don't want to dehydrate yourself with very high alcohol. You're, so. gonna, you're on a stranded island. You're probably going to die there. So is all we have okay. is beer? You're, you're up in the mountains in the snow. What would be your beer that you would drink every day? I, well, now punk? I'd probably go to Why some kind of... Why am I in the mountains? In the, I would never be up in the mountains in the snow. Well, but then I, I feel like I'd switch to like a porter or a stone. Yeah, then. I would um, switch. But, but to drink every day for the rest of your life. On a mountain in the snow? Anywhere. In, the, in Anywhere in I, general I for the rest of your life. Eat, I would worry about eating people. What? 
Beer, could you drink anywhere, at any point for the rest of your life? Um, that's that is like that. I can't. Clockwork tangerine. Yeah, that's I, me. I, I, that, well, yeah, yeah, I think I think I'd go with that, or like, or just a nice cream ale, like be it Sun King, Books and Brews, like a cream ale is just easy to drink for me. Either that or Lost Lager. Yeah. Bill's too hard. I can. Do I don't that. know if I could do that one every day for the rest of my life. Or maybe uh. Well, ma- not, something I, from I Kona. Me, Kelsey, huh? Maybe something from Kona too. Like they're kind of light, fruity. Like, I think I would kind of like that. Like, I'd want something that has a little bit of flavor, but it's not, like, super overpowering. All right, fuck it. Coors Light. I'll drink Coors Light. <laughs> it's going to be Coors Light for the rest of my life. I drank the shit out of that in the military. All right. What's the uh, what's next on the menu, Kelsey? So, the very last very one last on our one. flight is Citra Evolution. It's a double dry hop coming in at 6.7% ABV. Citra hopped beer blasts out of the glass with a tropical fruit, tangerine, and passion fruit. Smooth bitterness complemented by more fruit flavors and a pillowy mouthfeel. The double dry hopped? It is double dry hopped. Still no IBUs. Okay, okay, damn it. I was going to say this before. The double dry hopped king in Indianapolis. No. It's Indiana, Indiana City. City. Indiana City Brewery has these danks double dry hopped in your face. Palette wrecker. Man. Why didn't I didn't limousine, like limousine riding? <laughs> well, I didn't like hazy stuff honestly until there. Yeah. Like I just always hated hazy. I was like, it's too chewy. Yeah. It's weird. But then I went there and it's like, okay, oh I now appreciate God. the style. Yeah, if you like these hazy, like palate wrecking, um, high IBUs, double dry hop beers, you definitely have to go to Indiana City. I love. That's why I love Indiana City, man. They're they're badass. But um, let's try this one. Okay. I think this one is a little bit easier for me to drink than the uh, Crossroads was. Really? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's not so like, I don't know what the word is, like no, green no. or burning, you know? It's even lighter. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no... Do you think there's our, no but it's a higher ABV. What, do you think our palate got wrecked or is that... Mm, no, I don't think so. No, no. I just... Um, That's very mild. It, yeah, it is pillowy in, in the body feel for sure. Um, it's not really... For double dry hop, I figured it would be like more yeah. bitter. It's not bitter at all. Huh? Nope. And yeah. she 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 said that when she came over here, our server. She said you're gonna assume that the double dry hop is more bitter, but that is not the case. Yeah, yeah that's really like we just assumed. I don't really get. You know much. what that means? Are you assuming my beer? <laughs> Your beer's an ass yeah. of you and me. Mm-hmm. So, question. Question. When you think about the perfect brewery. What kind of beers would you expect to find on their menu? So, like, my ideal perfect brewery or a perfect brewery for humanity in general? Like, if you were traveling and you are just like, I want to stop at this brewery, and you walk in and you look at their menu, what would make you think, man, this menu is, like, a kick-ass menu? Like, these, they have a lot of great options. What kind of beers yeah. would you think? So, for humanity in general. Okay. Humanity. Um, for me... It would have to be the range of styles. You can't have like just um, you can't have a menu of just all IPAs or all hazy or, or all, all hazies. You got to have something for everybody because you have to have like a range from uh, loggers, logger to, to stouts. And man, let's let let's talk about the um, let's talk about the. I hate to say it. it I don't even know. I don't even want to call it beer. Um, let's talk about the style that's coming up like in 2019 now, 2000, uh, uh, 2020. It's going to be from seltz, seltzers, hard seltzers, 
to uh to stouts. And so, that does seem to be the big thing right. I still haven't had one. I have well, no, had, I had one. I haven't had one in a brewery that was good. It all sucked. Didn't we or, no, we had a didn't we have one recently? Like some yeah, g- we, gingery thing? Yeah, we had we had one at Scarlet Lane and I didn't like okay. it. Okay. And I, I can't say it sucked because I'm not an expert at the style of it. I just don't I don't like them. I do not like yeah. seltzers at all. And do I think it's gonna be a big thing in twenty twenty? Eh, fucking absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's well it's a marketing a thing. thing. Like you wanna yeah. you wanna hit um, the younger people, you wanna yeah. hit the female drinkers, yeah. you wanna and not not stereotypical, yeah. but I'm saying like people want that like easy men, men even like it's even males oh yeah like white well, calls like everywhere i am here to tell you calories. that i was at aldi yesterday and they already have an aldi brand white claw <laughs> oh, was it called white claw was it called no uh, it was something different but the can claw. looks exactly the same as white claw discount claw. and i was I, start, I was sitting there like i was sitting there yeah. staring at it like laughing for about five minutes and i was I just like what the fuck is this i think we need white to get hand. it and review it white hand you need to get it and review it i don't think it's a claw it was a hand it was yeah. just a hand. white hand it was just a white hand it was just insane or, or de- to me. declawed yeah, declawed. Hard seltzer. Uh, we, we just made another one. We, declawed. Hey, um, declawed. That's basically what this is. Okay. Is a declawed All right. Drink. Listen, Copacetic Beer Factory, if you're listening, declawed. You got to make one, and you can only make this one. I'm giving you the. <laughs> yeah, we're giving permission. Permission. Adam and Kevin's giving you the permission to, to do declawed. <laughs> and I just want a small amount of money. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. much. Not yeah. much. Do a seltzer. Just pay off it. my student loans. Do it right. So, Adam, what, what, whatever that is. What would be your like ideal? brewery trip somewhere um my first thought was like not even about beer but it's kind of more about atmosphere um which i mean it's not important but i guess if you what what was the pause what what i don't even know what the was. no 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 but uh i mean i guess for me like atmosphere so kind of more like I, I like the pub style like kind of quiet not a lot of like not a bunch of tvs or sports just like more conversational but as far as the menu goes which was the original question i went off topic um I think, yeah, I think just a variety. Like, I'd want to... Because, my, like, when I drink, I'm very mood-dependent. Like, I I will try sours. I will try lagers. I will try even shit I don't like. I'll still try it if it's new or different. Because it's like, well, I'll try it. Um, the only thing I really am learning that I'm not a huge fan of, like, is Belgians and Hefeweizen. Like, I don't really care for the... I don't really care for that strong clove bread. I like the banana part, but... Um, not that but so anyways like i think you have to have you just have to be approachable like have a lager have a stout have a porter have um like have a sour sours are kind of not around as much lately um and i was gonna say like keep your menu updated but i mean that's based off if i keep going back i guess Um, so the reason i asked this question is because i think that we can all name at least three breweries that are style specific yes yeah, Indiana City, I feel, is kind of hazy. Yes. Black Circle is usually kind of dark and hazy as well. Uh, I um, 450. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have their slushies, yep. and then they try to do their triple yeah, hot. Yeah. They're very focused blah, on the blah, slushies blah. now. So, to me, it's like, what do you feel like that does to potential business? Like, I, do you, For me, for example, I think... Charlotte, I don't want to go Lane. to any of those three breweries because they're not going to have anything that I want to travel right. an hour to enjoy. Yeah, Scarlet Lane, Deviate. Um, like we know, Taxman does Belgian beers. Belgian beers are fantastic, and I think Belgian I beer like people Taxman stuff, though. Um, yeah. will travel to that, to that to get a good Belgian-style beer. But to me, if I'm looking at driving an hour somewhere and know that I can only go enjoy one 8% beer because that's all they have that I like, 
the chances of me going are very slim. Well, like, uh, or if I'm with somebody else, like, uh, when I was in a relationship, uh, <laughs> we just went, <laughs> no, but when no. I was like, it, it was dependent upon like, we had, we had such different tastes. So it became it's like me. Oh, I, I want to go to black circle. I like their beer. And it's like, no, it's, and the other person's like, well, it's kind of dark, kind of like not my preferred style. So then it became like, well, you do lose customers because in that during that time, it's like, well, we wouldn't go. We went somewhere that had more options, like Books and Brews, who was more varied, or like once Brewdog got here, Brewdog, because they had like every style, like, um, or if like friends, or if you have friends, like, hey, you want to go to brewery? Well, I don't really care for their beer because it is so specific. Um, like, I think you get that loyal customer base, but you also do lose potential repeat business. I guess you have to hope it balances out. You have to hope that like. People care about that style and that atmosphere so, so much. So, Kevin, we're talking about breweries that really hone in on one, one or two particular styles of beer I'm, and I'm, don't I'm, I'm branch sorry, out. The entire time, I'm listening to you the entire time. Well, you look like you were in La La Land, oh, so I just okay, wanted to fill you in. <laughs> yeah. so just reminding you. I, sure. I said, you know, we could all think of like two or three breweries that do one or two specific styles. Like Indiana City, Scarlet Lane, DV8. And not like what you were saying as far as like, I hope they have a lager and a pale and an IPA and a hazy and a this. Well, I mean, that's a, that's just my personal opinion if I was running a business. But there's some My question that was, though, was what, how would that, like as Adam said, how would that keep repeat business or bring in new business if people know that your brewery only produces this style of beer? Uh, because like right after here, I'm going to Indiana City because I want that double dry hopped. Danky but you like that style. But you exactly. like that style. So sure. what? If, what if I'm like, I like, I like Indiana City's atmosphere. I like this, but I know when I go that they're only going to have one beer that I want to have. I mean, that's or what or 450 who has the triple dry hop body body sure. the blahs and the slushies, and it's like I drive an hour for a slushy. That is, and the, then that's um, it. That's the beauty of breweries around here, and that's why I love but, Indiana because they have like. That's why I love Indiana because they're they're sat. I mean, I'm going to say this: they're saturated with craft beer yeah, breweries right now. We really are, and we have a lot of like availability. But and I'm we circling have, this back around to sure. the original question of what would your ideal menu be? My ideal menu, and for you're sure. both as said a business person, everything. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, I think so, because like a wide variety. Yep. Because I mean, like all of us, we we try so many different styles. Like me, you, you, other yous who are out here, like. My Pete Rob, my homies. Yeah. Uh, Pete, Pete and Rob from Pete and Rob from Speak Podcast. Speak Podcast. Uh, good guys. Bad good ass. guys. Now, I think it's clear that Bad Taxman, ass, we uh, all know Taxman is like a Belgian style. Yeah, like, sure. You go but I love, very no, but I do love Taxman. Right. So it's like, I can go here for sure. Belgium. But it's like, if I'm just stopping by, like traveling, I'm like, hey, hey. And you're bringing here's your grandma. Brewery. I understand. You're bringing your grandma. And it's like, what do they have? Oh, crap. <laughs> they only have double dry hopped 8% body body balls. And I'm not going to be able to have any beer here except one. Well, like, and the, be able to drive back home. You I know mean, what I mean? I don't know. I think you're going there. You already know what they got. Some people and just drive around until they hit a brewery that they've never been yeah, to Yeah, I mean, before. I use my app. Uh, there's like, no, in my opinion, there's no wrong or right style or, or there's no wrong or right way to do a brewery. No, I don't if, think so either. Yeah. My question was from. If I was running the, yes. My but, question was from how but, do you feel that does to a business? But do you know though, okay. Let me tell you this. From a brewer stance standpoint, brewing all of those style of beers is very taxing, especially with the schedule of brewing as well, because you you have there's different recipes of different styles. So you're doing like you're brewing a uh, lager, which takes a lot longer uh, to ferment 
than a than than anything else, right? Well, uh, then people have specializations too. I think sure. like this brewer then is. Then you got to do an IPA. Then you got to do a pale ale. Then you got to do a stout. Then you got to do a port. I mean, well, you're doing I think, all these. I think every Forte brewery. Pretty good about. I think yeah. every brewer knows where their strong point is. Yeah. And they lean toward that. Like I know that I suck at making, you know, uh, sour. So yeah, we won't do. So that. we're never going to do, do sour. Kelsey, you do suck at making a sour. Well, it's because I've never made one. <laughs> but like, <laughs> so maybe you're good. You know, or maybe they're terrible at making like you know porters. So they're like, I'm not going to put a porter on my menu. So to me, it's like okay, now you're losing someone that could potentially just be a porter drinker. Hey, you know what? We have met porter at drinkers. The of, at the end of the at the end of the day, guess what matters. Beer, money, 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 money. Hey, if you're still if you're still paying the bills, and if you're still have enough money uh, to pay your servers, your brewers, you're, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're making profits, that's then true. That's cool. Who cares? But also in my life, knowing that you bring repeat and new customers is what helps keep you having money. Well, there's been a time because eventually places get stale. Well, okay, Kelsey. So if you go to a restaurant, I'm being devil's advocate. No, 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 no. So you're not gonna go to Pizza Hut and saying, man. I hope they would. I hope they have like wings. Now I know Pizza has wings now. I'd probably, but, get, I'd probably get the wings. Yeah, so. but they have wings we know. now. <laughs> but nobody, yeah, but I mean, different restaurants have different things. Like, like say for instance, we're not talking about North, a restaurant, Kevin. We're talking about a brewery. Bre- you could think brewery is a restaurant because they have different things that they're serving you. You're you're drinking it. You're consuming it. You're putting it in your body, whether it be food or liquid. So you're basically saying you're paying you're yeah, you're, you're you paying go, for a specialization yeah. or an atmosphere. You're paying for somebody that focuses some breweries, on one. Yeah, some breweries focus on a certain style, like say Taxman. They 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 focus on their Belgians, and then some do a variety of things, and then some do like just what you know what they're known for. So I'm thinking about it more like long term. It, it can always be long term as long as people love no, Belgians. I'm thinking they're going about to I, I think what the, are they going to do to keep those same people or new people continuously coming to keep craft beer oh, well on that, the up and okay. up? I think you need to take risks. I think yeah. there needs to be an occasional time or like even if it's once every few months, like do something different, do something like do a one off. But like I, th- I, I think you have to try new things to keep it. Like even your loyal customers, like hey, we're. We always do stouts, but we're gonna we're gonna do one sour. Like people would still try it because they're gonna be there all the time, and they still oh it's something new. Like I think you still need to have you, you need to have somewhat of a. Ver- I mean I think you have to have some variety. Like to focus only on one particular style only, I think that's gonna hurt you. You, I mean, you have you know to do- the, the stems. Every brewery has their headliners, and then every brewery has their like. One this stems from specials. our question on our last episode where what do we think the next 2020 beer trend is going to be? Seltzers. If you want to continue to be a... Um, it's going to be stupid seltzers. <laughs> stupid. If you want to continue seltzers. to be a successful brewery, at some point you have to brew to the public what server. they want to buy and what they want to drink. It's going to be a seltzer. So you think, that, you think that breweries are going to be brewing seltzers? Yep. Um, well, Absolutely. I guess that's fair. Like, do most breweries that we know do they do they switch with the times? Like, are we seeing a pattern of like? I think you ha- I think you, you kind of have to. You got to move forward, craft beer. You have to like fit the forward. trends and fit the needs. I mean, you of I think what Deviate want. is honestly the only one that I know. They and, like, just kind of stick to. What they do they their like. own stuff. Yeah. They don't really give a shit. Like, like I do like a lot of their beer. There's been one time I went in there and I did not like anything, and that's not a knock on them, but it's like. But the beer that I do like is good. But they're doing different flavors, though. Yeah, they they just take like yeah. every time they brew, they take risks. They don't really have any like. They're doing different flavors. I mean, well, they don't really have any flagship. So, beers. what do you think right. it would take to get the uh, AB InBev from being like the number one beer producer 
Here's here's my thing about big corps like that. So, um, like, do you think you know what? I would respect this company. Craft beer will ever be above. What do you mean? I, no. I don't think so. No, because I mean, first of all, um, college students, college students like the the cheap the, the lager. Yeah, the cheap lager beers. They think they can drink about twelve or fourteen beers and then they get drunk. I mean, unless you make a craft brewery, who's going to make some cheap craft? Ain't no ain't no college person drinking like thirteen craft beers. I mean, what the? So here's my thing. I would respect um, big corp. I don't know. Some of them might. I would respect big corp beer companies more if they didn't want to try to gobble up the lower craft beer businesses and then do nothing with yeah, it. Yeah, it's like you want a monopoly of... Yeah, they don't want to do nothing with it. You know, just like Platform, you know... Yeah, Platform got bought out, right? They got bought out, mm-hmm. but... I like I'm, their I'm shit. Kinda, I'm kind of... I'm kind of... Not scared, because I like... I like Platform, Yeah, I like their stuff. What are they going to do? I, I mean, are they going to get gobbled up? I mean, that... Because basically, Coors Light, Bud Light, they do their loggers right. They are the masters of it, right? So I mean, yeah, I mean, they have yeah. how many years yep. of experience, and they have the yep. material. They have the what factory. they what they don't want you to do is experience any other beer, right? No. Because it's sort of like Pepsi doesn't want you to buy Coke. Coke, yeah, and Coke doesn't want you to buy Pepsi. So, so Pepsi I mean, occasionally yeah. releases so like that's why I don't respect those big corps. And and if a craft beer ever gets sold out, and then they get like gobbled up, and then they don't really produce or even have that. Um, uh, independent idea of doing different styles and things like that off off the, the so top what, of their head. Well, do you I don't think respect that so many it. people would be anti. Okay, let me rephrase that. Do you think that um, people would be less assholes about people being bought out by AB InBev if the people that were being bought out were still able to do their own thing? Yeah. Like, you, I'm, I've been bought out, but I can still brew yeah. my own stuff, do yes. my own thing, yes, and bring that same quality. But that's very rare because in the history of big corps gobbling up these uh, smaller crappier breweries, they don't do anything with them. Because that's just super unfortunate because, you know, we liked mm-hmm. Wicked Weed Beer. We liked Platform Beer. And then they got bought out. And then it's just like, can you think of how much business they lost just because of that? But what if they're still pumping out the same... New but they're not independent. They're not like that, the big thing is they're not independent. So what you're saying it's is like you support you have a mom guardian. and pop small businesses. Oh shit! Oh, 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 you try, you try, oh. Are you trying to like um like uh, mind fuck you? No, oh. are you are you trying to like uh, she's been she's been waiting for the checkmate me or something? No, no. I'm saying <laughs> in a sense, yes. If they don't do anything with it, I mean. It's a, okay. You see what I did there? Let's I did. Take, okay. yeah. that, was, that, was, that, that was a long game. That no, was a long game. Let's, okay, let's take, since we're at Ellison, let's take Ellison, for instance. Say okay. Ellison got bought out by a big corporation. It's not going to happen, then, but okay. And, and, then, and then they didn't even concentrate on Ellison. They're like, you can do what you want to do, but they don't like put the money... They just, they just want a percentage, is what you're saying. They just want a percentage of it. They're not gonna. They're not gonna help Ellison. They're not gonna like, you know, give money to them. They're gonna say, "You're gonna do what you. We're gonna. We want you to continue to do what you want to do. We want you to brew how you're brewing, but we're not gonna concentrate on you. We're not gonna give you those big commercials. Answer your we're phone. Not, yeah, we're we're not gonna distribute you like we're distributing our big boy beer. You know what I mean? So that's why I have a disrespect in that. I get why breweries or uh, brew owners sell out because they get tired, they're done, you know. It's, or it's, they're getting pressured. Like, yeah, or, yeah. Well, it's it's like 
owning a brewery, managing a brewery is tough business. And if somebody's throwing money in front of you, I think everybody has a price. Yeah. At, at, at the end of the day, everybody has some sort of dollar. I mean, hell, I like think it, it's yeah, unfortunate when people out. lose their passion yeah. like that. But I mean, if Miller Lite came to me and like, hey, uh, we're still going to give you what twenty five percent. Like it'd be like, all right, I, I don't have to yeah. do shit, but it's I still get money. Listen to everybody's story about why they got started in home. It was passion, and why they did that. It was oh. all because they wanted to give the people what they wanted, and they loved doing it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, yeah, oh, they had this big here's dream of a bazillion making money. dollars. Okay, you can have it because people yeah, change. Because I think. Every, it's so listen, stupid. Everybody that starts a brewery is have, everybody that craft craft brews and thinking they're one that's starting a brewery. Why do they want to start a brewery? One, because they like... They want it to be their job. They, they love craft beer, but at the end of the day, they want to make some money. They want to make it, uh, you know, to be an occupation for them. And at the end of the day, everybody has a price. Just like Ted DiBiase back at WWF, everybody has a fucking price. All right, so you here's, I mean? a, here's a stingy question. Okay. If BrewDog ever did that, would you stop going to them like you stopped going to Wicked Wing platform? You mean if BrewDog got bought out by, like, Miller? or So, Bud? BrewDog... Sure. So, BrewDog somewhat... Has already did that. I think they're almost their own, like Bud Light at this point, or Budweiser. Yeah, they, ha- they they have a big company. They're growing they're, rapidly, but they also belong to themselves. Yeah, and the I mean, crowd funding. No, but that, they have a big company yeah. that owns. But are, are a they buying people out? No, no, they're not. Well, didn't they, matter, didn't they buy that at, cider place? Yeah, yeah, they did. Well, they partnered with Hawks. Yes, yeah, for sure. Uh, but here's what here's here's what they're doing though. They are. Uh, putting forward craft beer because they still consider themselves craft beer. Once they, once they, I think they recognize if they're not craft beer anymore, then they'll stop. I'm, I'm sure James and Martin will just say fuck it. I honestly don't think they'd ever let it get to that point. Yeah, I don't know, but I but mean, not the point the of not the point of like, you know, making it something All else. I know is this but the point of not letting it be a craft beer anymore. All I know is this: when platform sold out. I still like their beer. When Platform quote unquote sold out, uh, Brewdog n- no longer invited them to the AGM right. because they are no longer considered quote unquote crap beer. Do you think that was because or of what quote, they unquote, thought or because local. of what they thought the people would think if they still invited them? No, because I mean, you know, you talk to James. We know Martin, but we know James more than Martin. They are passionate fucking about crap beer. Yeah. And if you have an owner that's still passionate about craft beer versus passionate about making money, that's a big difference there. Now, if I talk to James, he's more passionate about making money, and he was like talking to me about money, 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 money. I would, I wouldn't even be invested. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't even like go for all the more reason dog. why I say that I support people that are more about the quality and the passion I mean, of beer look what, look than what expanding so, to. Well, don't they do shit things. that loses money, like the yeah, the plane stuff, the, the yeah. trips, yeah, the, the, yeah, like these, because, these because they want the experience for their consumers. Yeah, the the plane stuff, they absolutely lost money on it, but they didn't give a shit. And but I mean, and they quit it. They they quit the um, airlines. But they still did it for a few years. Yeah, but they they still lose money. Well, that's not something that can consistently make money on a regular basis, which is just a smart business. I mean, you can't be a stupid. Yeah, because you can't be a stupid company and just like throw money out a couple of times for equity punks. But like that's not something that's going to continuously every month get them money. So it's like, you know, now they're talking about you know. A lazy river and cruises. And it's like a one-time experience. I mean, their model has always been make people as passionate uh, uh, about craft beer as, as they we are. are. Yeah. And, and every time that we met James, he's always walked walked in the back of the brewery and got a couple of beers that he thought that we would like and, and, and bring that and out. And it's not always Brewdog beer. And it's not always Brewdog beer. So, 
Uh, With Ellison having started in Michigan, yeah, I still consider them, you know, locals. Yeah, Michigan's well, local, right local to us. They're brewing right here. They are brewing here. Yeah, they, and they made they, the Circle you know, City, whatever. This is their yep. second location, but yep. like also it's still like in the in the same vicinity yeah. as we are. So like, all right, Kelsey, know. would you have a pint? Would you have a pint in this? I would. I I really do like that one a, a little bit more than the Crossroads, and I think it's easier to drink. Yeah. For it being a little bit higher of an ABV. Adam, would you have a pint? I would. Uh, same reasons. Like it's really easy drinking. Um, I think I preferred the Cross slightly more because it was a little bit more flavorful for me, and I kind of like more flavor for the hazy beers. So, but um, again, like to approachability, I think that's another one. It could be like, hey, have you had a hazy beer? Try this one. Like, um, I don't know. Like everything we've had here has been good. Yep. Uh, I would definitely have a pint of it as well. Um, I, I, I love this beer. The, the Citra. Uh, going to marry it? Like, I'm going like, um, to do something so with it. So overall, you gonna uh, put your penis? Wait a minute. You said this is worm? mosaic. Yeah, Citra. Penis fish, sorry. Citra, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the Crossroads was Mosaic. That oh, was two yeah, beers yeah, yeah. ago. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, for Ellison, as far as the beers that they have on their menu, it is quite a variety. They go, oh, um, yeah. they have lagers and brown ales and IPAs and, and fruited beers. Um, they've got double dry hot beers and, you yeah. know. So Great if job. If you're looking for a variety, this is definitely the place to yep. go. Great Very job. conveniently located in downtown Indianapolis. Right, a, right across the street from the stadium. Right and across right, the right stadium. Right next to Arby's. Look at the door. <laughs> right, and right next to um, If you want roast beef. <laughs> they got the meat. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a prime spot, I mean, to be honest. So. No, it's good. The last time we was here, it was called, uh, what, Toe Yard? Toe Yard. Terrible. Terrible toes. Pete, Rob, and I uh, drove up to Toe Yard, and like I said online, they're going to be open. It was kind of snowing, bad weather or whatever, but it was supposed to be open. They're like, yeah, we're not opening yet, but there are people inside, and like we're like, hey, can we come in? And they basically said, no, come back like in a few hours. And it's like, well. A few hours. Yeah, so we're like. Never mind. So we went somewhere else, but like that—that that was our experience with Toyard. We oh, never, we never made it. My, we never made it inside. Do you want to know my experience with Toyard? Kelsey and I came here to Toyard, and then we, and then they was serving in cups, like plastic cups. That's and then, weird. Well, I mean, cause ha, every, no, it was because it was game day. It was game day. It's and, game day, so we're not serving in glass pint glasses. Well, yeah, we're serving they're worried about, cups. Are they worried about like people dropping shit? No, no, they're worried about the already drunk motherfuckers from across the street coming over here being uh, more drunk okay, and okay. just dropping glasses. Okay. But the thing is, it's like. When we tasted their beers, it tastes like paint. Fucking poison. <laughs> it tastes like latex paint. Yeah, it tastes like yeah, it was nasty. I was like, what? So yeah. needless to say, we welcome Ellison with open arms. Oh yeah, they're um, good. I I Are they new then? Like I don't know much yeah, about Yeah, new here, new here okay. in the New here. Yep. So they're I think, from Michigan. I think uh, Ellison originally. started in Michigan. They started their project there for their brewery in two thousand fifteen. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, so is this um, like they just opened here in, at the first or second week in November. Oh, okay. So I think the 8th or 9th of November they opened here. Okay. So, um, yeah, great, great and beer. I don't think they announced that they were doing that until 2019. So they didn't even very long to come in and take over. Well, their food menu looks good, too. Lots of different things, reasonably priced. All right. Well, congratulations, um, Ellison. Hey, um, so we are at the uh, hour and a half. So, yeah. It's still less than two. We did a good job. Uh, yeah, still less than two, but we gotta we gotta cut this yep. off. For, Peace out, guys. Yeah, we got other places to well, go. Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, if you like out here having a pint podcast, you'll probably, well, you probably won't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> go to YouTube and 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 type out um, out here having a pint. We have a YouTube channel where we like film um, beer things, like vlogs, promo videos, and stuff like that. Give us a like and subscribe to that. 
because I need more subscribers. And if you follow her out here having a pint, uh, Facebook page yep. and Instagram, yeah. and you tell us that you listen to our very last Instagram or our very last podcast anytime you see us out in public, I will personally buy you a pint of beer. What? That's my money, girl. What are you talking about? So just walk up to Kelsey and be like, hey, you just walk up to you me that... and say, hey, I listen to that podcast, and you okay. got to give me a little bit of detail about what you heard on that oh, podcast. Oh, shit. She's throwing what money. we talked about. She's throwing I will money. buy you a pint. She's throwing money out there. Oh, my God. I'm kind Let's... of scared out. Hold on, let me look at my uh, bank. Seriously, app. there's like three people that me, listen to our podcast. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. We have three. That's affordable. We, have, we, we do have three followers. Three beers. Three. three, three yeah, that's three beers. I, I mean, can do. Three I don't beers. think Adam should be included because he is on this podcast. No, yeah. Hey, thanks, uh, Adam. Adam once again joins our podcast from the Speak Podcast. Always enjoyable being a special guest. Oh yeah, and you can follow them too. Hey, I'm gonna give much love to our other craft beer podcast. So we have the Speak Podcast, which is also a great. Uh, craft beer podcast. We have uh, Drink in Geeked Out, which is a cool guys. A, 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 some very cool guys that do craft beer. We have um, uh, Blind Pig Confessions, which they've been around for a long time and they do a great job as well. And uh, man, I think that's all the. Um, uh, does Jason still do That's not his? all the podcasts, but. That's not all. Pa- I'll talk, no, uh, Jason from um, Books and Brews. Books and Brews. Oh, he, does, he does more video stuff, but. Yeah, yep, yep. He does hey, what video, about the Brewdog podcast? Oh, from UK. Yeah. I still so, I haven't listened to that yet. I need to. If you like, so if you want to know things about Brewdog and get some updates on Brewdog, um, you can look up the Brewdog podcast. They're the unofficial uh, podcast of Brewdog, but they're from the UK and they're enjoyable as well. Is this so, coming out before Tuesday? This this podcast here. Oh, so yeah. it is Saturday. Um, this will be out tomorrow. All right, so Sunday, uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday, Sunday, December seventeenth from oh, six Sunday. to eight, yeah, yeah. we're going to be at Brewdog Indianapolis. Yep. Um, just find Kevin and I. Let us know beforehand that you're going to be joining us. We're going to be uh, inviting some friends to come introduce them to what Equity Punks are all about. Yeah. So, uh, so are they having free appetizers. Are they having different beers for the event too, or samples, or? Um, yeah, they're have they they are having a uh, I do believe a sour there Ooh. from Overworks that they are going to serve. So I like ba- their sours. So if you are listening to this podcast and it is before Tuesday, December something something, December something 17th. something, December. 17th, um, let us know. You will have 5% off on all of your beers. You will have free light appetizers. And you will experience a rare Overworks sour beer at Brewdog Indy. And that's in the uh, Fountain Square District. And good also, staff. you get to hang out with me yep. and Kevin. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. Hello. Yep, yep. And like Connor, cool guy. Yeah. So um, just send us a message. And we are at out here having a pint at gmail.com and that is out here having a pint at gmail.com let us know that you will want to join us and i will personally get a ticket for you and you can enjoy brewdog we're not sponsored by brewdog by the way but uh we talk about it a lot for sure that we should be <laughs> no no doubt send, yeah send, send them money <laughs> yeah 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 all right all right i think that is it for out and having a pint, and at the end of every episode, as always, as always, we hold up a beers and we say, "Cheers, cheers you little crap beer nerds!" nerds. Woo!